Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is indeed a beautiful day. Thank you everyone for tuning in. This is Dr. Yurita Taylor, author of His Strength in My Weakness, A Journey of Brokenness, Breakthrough, and Transformation. Good morning, Antigua and Barbuda, Freetown, Willikis, St. John's, Yorks, Palm, Liberta, English Harbor. Good morning, Jamaica, Dominica, St. Vincent, St. Lucia. Good morning, the United States, Ohio, Indiana, New York, New Jersey, California, Los Angeles. Good morning to everyone else who's listening. Hello, Africa. How are you this morning? Thank you, God, for waking me up this morning. It is indeed a blessing to be feeling better today. I have been feeling very sick for the past few days, but thank God for his goodness. He said by his stripes, I am healed, and I believe in that. So thank you, Lord. Today, I am going to be talking about finance. Last week, I mentioned that we're going to be taking a different route away from the Christian counseling onto finance. But you know what, listeners? Finance and Christian counseling, think about that. God wants our finances to be good. He doesn't want us to be crippled financially. He wants us to be blessed and have blessings overflowing. So they do go hand in hand, so bear with me. Um, the young lady ma is making some changes. By the way, Kamara Samuel of North Grove in Antigua, thank you so much for the wonderful work you're doing on my website. Honey, you are indeed talented. Thank you. So if you guys need a website, please look up Kamara Samuel. She's from North Grove in Antigua. She did my website and is working on my ebook. She is indeed a blessing. Thank you, God, for her. So we're going to talk about some things that keep us crippled financially. And when we talk about things that keep us crippled, we're talking about the things that we don't need to live, but because we have developed habits, habits that we become addicted to. We're talking about smoking. Whether we're talking about smoking weed or cigarettes, we're talking about drinking. We're talking about gambling and buying those things that we don't need, but just because we want to stay on the in crowd or we want to have a certain um, look about us. We keep buying these things that we don't need. So those are the things that we're going to be looking at today. Now, the last time I check, um, there were five natural highs, food, sex, sleep, when you go use the toilet and when you shower. Now imagine doing all those five things in one day, how good you feel. I have never smoked. But I can only imagine that smoking doesn't even give you the high that these five things do. Because guess what? God created those things for us. He didn't create cigarette smoking for us. He didn't say for us to be drinking, to be intoxicated. Or he didn't say for us to be gambling away our money. When you eat a nice home-cooked meal or you go to a great restaurant and you're sitting down, you're eating... Think about that good feeling in your stomach. Then you go home and you take a shower. You use the toilet. And then you have sex with someone that you love and you go to sleep. Just imagine how good all of that feel. Can any cigarette make you feel that way? Remember, I've never smoked a day in my life. I've never drink alcohol, smoking, gambling. That's not me. I'm sorry. So I don't know the feeling that you get, but I cannot imagine that that make you feel better than doing any of these things here. 
I have never met anyone who said that after I smoke, my problems are gone. After I drink, after I gamble, my problems are gone. A lot of people I hear, they said, um, I returned to smoking or I started smoking because something happened to me. Something bad happened. They lost a family member or they lost their job and they're smoking. Guess what? You smoke that pack of cigarettes today. The problem is still there tomorrow. You get yourself all drunk. When you come sober, that problem is still there. If there's anyone out there who can honestly tell me that they have something to, tragic that happened to them and smoking alleviate that problem, please go on my website, www.taylorcounselingservices.com and leave me a message on my message board and tell me how you did that. Tell me how you woke up one morning and you had problems after, after smoking a pack of cigarettes or getting drunk or gambling away your money that you felt better. Or when you went and buy the hundred pair of shoes that you didn't need or a new pocketbook, a new suit or whatever, that problem was gone. Please leave me a message on my message board because I would like to have a conversation with you. What I do know to be a fact is when you have a problem, that problem stays there until you attack it in the right way. And the right way to deal with problems that we have is not spending a little bit of money that we have on cigarette, on drinking or any of that thing because it creates another problem. You are creating a problem off of a problem because guess what happened? You're buying, you're spending your money buying these things. You create a broke problem because now after you don't buy all that stuff, now you're broke. So now you have another problem here now because you spend that money unnecessarily. So now that you're broke, guess what we're left to do now is we're next to go, we're left now to go ask someone to help us. Can I have $2 for gas? Can I have some lunch money? because we created a problem that we can't fix. So when you get in those situations where you, you, you're struggling with life's problem, gambling, smoking, and drinking, those addictions are not going to help you. Those are creating another problem. And I'm telling you, that is not of God. Smoking and drinking to be intoxicated and gambling away your money, that is not of God. Those are of the devil because he wants to keep us bonded because when we become financially strapped and we don't have any money, we make the worst mistakes possible. We start stealing. We're in those situations where we're faced where we have only $10. Do not buy a pack of cigarettes. Do not spend your last $10 buying something to drink. Do not spend it to, to buy something to make you look good. All because you want to fit in with what the world say you and, and think that you should be. Let's think wisely. Most of our financial problems are because of the way in which we spend our money. Sometimes we feel good that we have overcome poverty and that's okay. But we should give back. You get a great feeling when you have accomplished something in life, when you have, when you're able to make enough money to take care of all your needs and you give back, it could be in tithing. It could be, you just help someone financially. Then guess what? Vanity disappears 
because you're not all about yourself. You're not all about how you look. I have all this money. I make a hundred thousand dollars a year and I spend all that hundred thousand. I look at the car I drive, look at the closet. That's how we should not be thinking. We should be thinking about giving back, tithing in the church. When you're gambling away that money, and I'm telling you, some of the most addictive people out there are caught up in gambling because they're so thinking, you know what, I'm going to bet on these numbers right here. Then they spend 20, then it's 40, then it's 60. And before you know it, have their paycheck or all their paycheck is gone gambling. Where is the satisfaction in that? Then we wonder why we're not blessed. Why couldn't I win the lottery? I had the numbers packed down. Maybe it's not meant for you to be winning. But try to spend your money differently because God does not put us here to be struggling financially, not be able to eat, not be able to have a roof over our head. But we have to be mindful of how we spend our money. Now, I mentioned my book, and there are some really great things in that book. It, like I said before last week, it's on my website. It's not up yet because we encountered a little bit difficulties, technology, but we're getting there. And it'll be up there. It has some great information on ways that we could save our money, how to spend wisely so that we don't always have to be in a financial situation. Now, getting started, just like any good habit, it's going to be hard, but stay the course. I did it. I did it myself. So I know for sure that it will work. That's one of the things God is using my experiences to help others. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. I say that all the time. I don't know everything. But one thing I know is that what I put in that book on ways to save money, it works. And I don't have to make the rich man richer while I get myself poorer, making him rich. No, I have a little bit left over in my wallet after I buy the things that I need because I'm solely basing on what I need and not what I want. When I go to the grocery store, I'm looking at the sales items. Now, we have to try to change our mindset. We always want the easy road. We want the easy way out. That's why we're gambling. That's why we try to drink away, smoke away our problems, because we want the easy road. But how are we going to mature? How are we going to become wiser if we want the easy road? Struggles are what m help us to be stronger. So when you're struggling financially today, the decision that you make is what's going to help you be stronger tomorrow. But chain smoking... That's not going to make you stronger tomorrow. No. When you tell yourself, I want to keep this $8. Yes, it's an average of $8 for a pack of cigarettes. When you tell yourself, I want that $8 to stay in my pocket. That is what's going to make you stronger tomorrow. And you tell yourself, I'm done smoking. I'm done drinking. I'm done gambling away my money. That's what's going to make you stronger. And that's when you look up and you lean on God to give you the strength to get through that financial struggle that we keep having day by day by day. Now, last week I mentioned about an activity I'm doing with 25 folks. Guys, we're starting November 1st. And we're going to be saving a small portion of our paycheck. Yes, I'm included on this one. A small portion of our paycheck, we're going to put that money aside. So we're going to start our saving an average of $40, a total, I'm sorry, a total of $40 a month. 
And we're going to build on that. And we're not going to touch that money because we can save. We're going to do this collectively. We can save. And we're going to hold each other up and support each other to let each other know we can save. We can save for those emergencies. We don't have to drink away our money, smoke away our money, gamble away our money, or buy the things that we don't, we don't necessarily need or we just want them. So we're going to start saving November 1st. The VIDA, the Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program, is getting, it, they already started training. I'm going to have more information on that for all the other states. Um, I'll be able to tell which states have those tax programs because I'm aware that some of my listeners are in different parts of the U.S. And if you guys are interested in becoming a site or you're interested in volunteering, I will have some more information for you next week. That is a very, very, very important thing to do, especially if you're spending money at H&R Block, Liberty Mutual, get your taxes done. You could keep that $200, $300, whatever they're charging you in your pocket when you learn to do your taxes or you have these IRS volunteers do your taxes for you. That's money saved in your pocket. I am trying to do everything I can to help you guys to get away from this poverty-stricken lifestyle. Every dollar saved is a dollar less borrowed. Ohio.gov website says that every dollar saved is a dollar less borrowed. And that's what we're going to do. And then we're going to try to give back. We're going to give back to the churches that have helped us for so long. We're going to give to our neighbors. We're going to try to help our friends, family members. We're going to be helping others because what? We've always been on the receiving end, begging, asking for things. Now we're going to be on the giving end and we're going to give back. And watch how God will bless you. God will bless your wallet when you give. He will bless you when you give your last $2 in that collection plate because he blesses a cheerful giver. So if we're going to throw away our money, let's throw it away where it becomes helpful to build a church, to put water and electricity back in the church, or to give to a neighbor, a family member, a friend who is in need. And as we give, we're going to try to tell them how we were able to give them that money. What did we do? What did we sacrifice to be able to save that $2 that we can help them? And that's what we're going to work on going forward. God does not put us here to struggle financially unnecessarily. He gave each of us talents to use. And some of us haven't tapped into that talent, and that's fine. But we're going to make a change going forward that are not going to have us burdened down financially. Because when we're worried about our finance, it causes all kind of health problems. So we're going to start something new. Every day we're going to start something new until a change comes. And a change will come. It will come because when we're faithful to what God wants us to do, he shows up. And when he shows up, he delivers. And he's saying that he did not put us here to be financially stressed. He promised us blessings abundantly. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. It is always awesome speaking on Friday mornings to you guys. Thank you for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. And if you learn something or if you want to know something, or if you want to teach me something, please go on my website, www.taylorcounselingservices.com. Send me a message, please. I will respond to you. Let me know something that I said that was true, something that was wrong, something you want to learn about, something you want to teach me about. The communication line is open. Let me know, please. And if you have any other ideas when the book comes out on how we can help each other financially, please 
Go on my message board and send me a message, taylorcounselingservices.com. Thank you. Father God, we thank you for today. We thank you for your blessings. Thank you for your healing powers. Thank you that you're going to help us financially to overcome the struggles, dear God. Help us to kick the addiction habits, dear God. Life is not easy. I don't know anywhere in your word that you said it was going to be easy. But what I do know you said is that you will never leave us nor forsake us. And I am trusting your word, dear God. I am trusting your word to be true. So help us to kick all these addictions, dear God, that are keeping us bounded. The devil have us thinking if we smoke another cigarette, that we're going to be okay. But we're only okay for that split second. And then the problems are back. But when we turn to you, dear God, and lean on you, our problems become a part of life and it helps strengthen us. And it's not a problem anymore. Then we're on to something else. We're not bounded. So thank you, God. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Thank you for loving us. Just thank you for being a faithful God. These things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Listeners, enjoy the rest of the weekend. Enjoy next week until we meet again. And I promise you, we're going to be doing something amazing and it's going to work. Just please bear with me. Thank you all for listening. Have a blessed day.